Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, May 2nd. Proclaim the good news. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40, and I will be reading from the Common English Bible. An angel from the Lord spoke to Philip. At noon, take the road that leads from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert road. So he did. Meanwhile, an Ethiopian man was on his way home from Jerusalem, where he had come to worship. He was a eunuch and an official responsible for the entire treasury of Candace. Candace is the title given to the Ethiopian queen. He was reading the prophet Isaiah while sitting in his carriage. The Spirit told Philip, approach this carriage and stay with it. Running up to the carriage, Philip heard the man reading the prophet Isaiah. He asked, do you really understand what you are reading? The man replied, without someone to guide me, how could I? Then he invited Philip to climb up and sit with him. This was the passage of scripture he was reading. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he didn't open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was taken away from him. Who can tell the story of his descendants because his life was taken from the earth? The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, tell me about whom does the prophet say this? Is he talking about himself or someone else? Starting with that passage, Philip proclaimed the good news about Jesus to him. As they went down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, Look, water, what would keep me from being baptized? He ordered that the carriage halt. Both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water, where Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Lord's Spirit suddenly took Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip found himself in Azotus and traveled through that area, preaching the good news in all the cities until he reached Caesarea. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. We come to the 
book of Acts. And Acts is the second portion, really, from the writer of the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke talks about all that Jesus did, all who Jesus was, and Acts picks up that after Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension, and takes it on into how the church continued to witness to the story. At the very beginning of Acts, in the first chapter, before Jesus ascends into heaven, he gives these instructions to his disciples. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jesus gives the commission. Jesus gives the instructions on how the good news is to continue as he lifts and leaves earth. And throughout Acts, we have an understanding of how that witness, how that proclaiming of the good news continues. Philip is one of the seven deacons who was put to help the apostles serve in the churches and in the beginning of the church as it continued. And Philip and Stephen, we know for sure, and maybe others, went from their service as deacon to those who witnessed, who shared the message of the good news of Jesus Christ. And it's also Philip who spread that news and that witness just as Jesus instructed them to do. Throughout the persecution that comes upon the church, Philip leaves Jerusalem. Philip finds solace in Samaria. And Philip shares his witness. He proclaims all that God has to do to the Samaritans. And the Samaritans listen to Philip's. The Samaritans take Philip's message and that progression of the news going to Jerusalem, all of Judea, and Samaria continues. And in this story this morning, this story with the Ethiopian eunuch, we see the progression of the witness continue. We go from Samaria now to what is known as the ends of the earth. And all of it starts 
with an instruction from an angel. Philip is instructed by the angel to go to the road from Jerusalem to Gaza, to go at noon, a strange instruction, a noon on the desert road is not where most people want to find themselves. But Philip takes the instruction and finds himself on the road and finds himself making contact with a chariot as it drives by. And in it is the Ethiopian. And as was the custom at the time, the Ethiopian was reading what he was reading out loud. And Philip recognized what he was reading. He recognized it from the scrolls of Isaiah. And Philip runs along. And Philip approaches the carriage. And Philip asks, Do you understand what you are reading? And the man replies, How can I? I need someone to help me understand. And then he invites Philip to climb up and join him in the carriage. And as they continue along their way, the Ethiopian asks about the scripture from Isaiah. Asks who the prophet is writing about himself or someone else. And from the 53rd chapter of Isaiah, we, they heard the words, like a sheep he was led to the slaughter. And like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he didn't open his mouth. This is the opportunity that Philip finds to witness. And he takes this passage of Isaiah and talks about who it is about or who he understands it to be about as Jesus, the lamb who was led to the slaughter at the cross. And I suspect that as they traveled, as they discussed it, there was a lot more that continued in the conversation. There had to be more because they come along what might be even more astounding than traveling the desert road at noon. Water in the desert. And as they come along the water, it draws the attention of the Ethiopian. And he says, look, water. What is there to stop me from being baptized? And so they took the opportunity. They took the moment and the carriage was stopped. And Philip and the Ethiopian went down to the water. And Philip baptized the Ethiopian. And then they separated 
their ways. Tradition has it that this Ethiopian became the first to spread the good news, to pray, proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ in Africa. And we have the progression continue of Jesus' instruction as we go from Samaria to being witnesses to the ends of the earth. Witnesses sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus gave the instruction to the apostles. And obviously from how we watch this story develop today, the apostles shared that instruction. The ways in which they were to witness and proclaim the good news to the deacons that they had helping them. Jesus gave the instruction. But it didn't stop with those who had been watching Him, listening to Him, following His commands. It didn't stop there. It continued. And it continues to the point that we find ourselves today looking at the ways in which we can proclaim the good news. We look at Philip. We look at the way in which Philip listened, made himself available, and shared what he knew and understood. Philip listened to the angel. Philip listened to the Holy Spirit. And in those ways, Philip shared, proclaimed the good news and was a witness. We don't know exactly what Philip shared. We didn't get that part of the story. But we know that Philip shared enough of what he knew about Jesus that the Ethiopian wanted to follow Jesus. Wanted to be baptized. And wanted to proclaim the news of Jesus Himself. Simple contact might not seem as simple not quite ready probably for us to hear the angel to tell us to go out to the turnpike to follow a car to listen for someone to be reading Maybe listening to Scripture being read to them and taking the opportunity 
to share what that scripture means. We don't want to go in quite that same respect to say we, Philip is a good role model for us in proclaiming the good news. But how often do we find ourselves in conversations? How often do we find ourselves with the opportunity to share our understanding of Jesus? How often do we find the opportunity to proclaim the good news? And I have a feeling we are given the opportunity more often than we take it. So often we think to ourselves that our relationship, what we know and have learned from Jesus, is a personal relationship. It's just for Jesus and us. And yet, from the very beginning of Acts, Jesus calls us to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. To receive that power and to witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. For us, that instruction changes a little bit. To witness in Oak Ridge, in Tennessee, and to the ends of the earth. We all have the same instruction. And we all have ways in which we can share about the ways in which Jesus has been a part of our lives, about the ways in which Jesus has helped us, and the ways in which we understand a specific scripture. It might not be that we can all answer with a great commentary version of how that scripture works, but we've lived it. We know how Jesus has been a part of our lives, and we know how God's care is abundant and around us. Think about the ways in which you could proclaim the good news. Sometimes it might be more like what we read in devotionals. A devotional usually gives an instance in which the person has encountered Jesus and how that has helped their lives or changed their lives. It doesn't have to be long and drawn out. It might just be in the way in which you notice creation. You notice the blooms and the colors around us 
as you take a walk in the park. And through that, you understand just how much God cares for us. It doesn't have to be big. It just needs for us to look for the moments. Look for those moments in which we are called to witness. Look for those moments in which someone around us needs to hear the good news. Needs to know that God is present and God loves them. I encourage you this morning to look at Philip. To put Philip as a guide that this week you might find ways and places in which you share the good news of Jesus Christ with others. Let us pray. Jesus, we have heard your instructions. You call us to be a witness. You call us to proclaim your love and your mercy. You give us the examples to help us understand how we can share your love. This week, open our hearts and open our minds to hear your Spirit, to receive the power of your Spirit, and to share your love and witness to your care in the ways that you call us. Amen. Receive now this blessing. Let us love one another, for love is from God. Let us abide in Christ's love and bear fruit for a world in need. Let us care for one another, for the Spirit helps us abide in God's peace. Let us glorify God in the lives we lead. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.